Bam! Bonus episode. Assalamu alaikum, everybody, and welcome to the Arabic with Sam podcast. This isn't one of these sort of conventional Monday episodes, but I'm sitting in the car at the moment waiting for a friend. And uh, as a lot of you know, I just like to say Arabic words in my in my spare time. And I thought, if I'm just going to say some Arabic words to myself and speak to myself in Arabic in the car, I might as well um, turn into something useful for the students as well. So what I thought we'd do is um, I'll just run through like 10 words that are actually feminine, but you would never know it. You know, we're always kind of taught this word, we're always kind of taught this rule in the Arabic language when we're talking about gender, that if it has a tetmod bulta on the end, it's feminine. So, for example, um, the name Fatima has Fatima, has an eh on the end, is feminine. Or the word, um, you know, um, whatever, right? Like names Aisha, uh, the name Samira, um, all of these names, they're feminine, right? Or if they're sort of things that are obviously feminine, like a girl, the word Bintun is a girl, or Ummun is obviously a mother. You know, words like that. And we're, we're kind of taught that Tatmod Bulta equals feminine, and uh, the default for other words is that they're masculine. But there is a short list of, uh, of words that are actually feminine, but they don't give you any clues. You just kind of need to know them. Um, the list is more extensive than what I'm going to give you today, but um, I'm going to give you 10 because I think that's a good amount for us to go forward. And they're probably the most common 10 as well. So they'll, they'll serve 99% of students for the rest of your lives. So um, let me just check. I'm still recording. Oh, yeah, I am. I am. It's good, good, good. So the first one uh, that's actually feminine is the word semet. The word for sky, semaun, the plural of which is semawetun. Yeah, it's feminine. Um, yeah, semawet. Just like like a lot of words to do with nature are, you know, like, you know, things to do with nature. I suppose in English we have that kind of connotation as well, don't we? We kind of say things like mother nature and stuff. But the word sema, you know, ends in a hamza, doesn't end in tamadabota. Similar to the word ard, ard, the word for earth is actually feminine as well. Um... Yeah, it's a feminine word, and that, that, that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? It's super similar to how in English, as I say, m- mother nature and all that. Arad, the plural of which is as um, aradin or al-aradi. Um, yeah, there's a little rule to do with the, the, the yeah on the end becoming uh, two kasadas. But if you're on the Arabic in 60 Steps program, you'll learn that in step 16, mate. If you're not, then, uh, you know, there is a rule for it. You can find out, Google it or something. So, anyways, so um, next one. So we've done two so far, right? So another one, uh, is uh, is the word. We want another one to do with nature, don't we? Maybe the word ashems, the sun. Yeah, shemsun, or the plural of which, um, uh, is that is the plural of which is actually shumusun. A lot of students are often surprised when they open, um, the books for the Arabic in sixty steps program and they realise that sun has a plural, um. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's Shumusun. I don't know if, um, because obviously all the other stars are suns, aren't they, of their own solar systems, but I don't know if our star is what we call the sun. I don't know if you call other, I don't know if you call other stars the suns of their galaxies. I, I don't know. I need to ask my friend Albert, uh, one of my best friends from Cornwall, it's called Albert. He's, he's, he's got a master's in astrophysics. Well, I'll have him on the podcast sometime to answer that question. Uh, cool, yeah, so Shems, it's feminine, yeah. Uh, Shems, yeah, is a, is a feminine word. So what have we got so far? Semet. Ard shems. Uh, next one uh, is the word bitter. Bitter. It means a, a well, just like the well that um, Prophet Yusuf was uh, was put into um, the the bitter, the well. Um, uh, next one. Actually, the word harb, the word for a war, a harb, plural of which is harub. Um, but yeah, harb is uh, is feminine. Always gets the feminists upset. And as I remember, I went to like a very left-leaning university. And um, I remember when we sort of learned some of these words, like the, you know, the word for war, 
Um, the word for, f- for fire, nar. Um, yeah, nar is also a feminine word. And uh, yeah, they, they took great offense to that. So what do we got so far? We have sema, ard, shems, harb, bitter. Is that five we've got so far? Uh, next one is the word rih. Rih, the wind. Um, yeah, and the plural of which is riah. Um, yeah, rih. It's, um, the, those of you who know sort of like Quranic history, there's a, a nation called the people of Ad, and the people of Ad were destroyed by, by rih. Um, you know, a number of different kind of, um, tyrannical and evil nations were 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 destroyed by Allah and they, they each have their own kind of different things that destroyed them like the nation of of Nuh of, of Noah alayhi they were destroyed by the tufan by the by the flood um yeah but the the rih is the way the people of Ad were destroyed um very nice next one is the word dar dar meaning like a building i i know in the libyan dialect they use the word dar to mean a ghurfa to mean a room so you know like li- li- libyan kids that i've talked before would say dari to mean their bedroom uh yeah so the word dar but that that is actually also also feminine and, and, and actually also shares the same plural pattern as riah is diar um yeah diar but it i mean like it like it's used in the quran as well and it means homes um yeah but it, it really kind of means a, a building i think so um so let's run through them again. What 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 do we got? Just to remind myself and how many we have left. So um yeah, so we had um Semet, Arad, Shems, Bitter, Nar, Harb, Rih. I think that's what we had so far. Three more. So um uh, oh yeah, another one actually is the word kets. Kets. Nothing to do with nature. Kets, it just means a, a glass or a cup or something like that. Kets. And, um, yeah, kets. Um, yeah, it means a glass. Um, sometimes in, um, yeah, sometimes in Aramiya they might say, like, kis. Kis. Or kes or kis or something like that. Um, but, but, but it means, like, you know, like in the Arab world, usually they drink tea out of a glass, right? And that, that's the word they'll use for, like, a glass of tea. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's... You know, we've, we've taken a bit of a journey to Amiya land for a minute. Cool. And then, um, so what do we need? We need two more, right, to make up our list of ten, right, inshallah. So something I'm going to tell you guys is that plurals of humans, you know, quite often if you're talking about like a group of people, like you're saying like the Arabs or you're saying the Jews or the Christians, then uh, a lot of those words are feminine. A lot of those words are feminine singular. Hence why um, hence why we hear in Surah Al-Hujurat, Allah says, قَالَتِ arab al arab means like the desert Arabs, right? It's from the plural of, of Arabi or Arab. And um, yeah, al arab is actually a feminine word. al arab talking about the, the Arabs. And, and it's, um, yeah, and, and likewise, um, we're going to kind of have a bonus one here because that's like number number nine. So we need one more, but I'm going to give you two more. So we've got a bonus. Um, we also hear an nasara and Al-Yahud. Obviously, the, the singular of Yehud is Yehudi for one Jew, the plural of which is Yehud, means the Jews. Um, and for the Christians, is a um, Nasrani is a Christian, and the plural is Nasara. And uh, yeah, there's an ayah in, uh, I can't remember what surah it actually comes in, it's really famous. Qalatil Yehudu laysat al-Nasara ala shay'. So, so Qalatil Yehud. We're saying qalat, we're using the feminine, right? So qalatil yahudu. So the, the, the Jews say laysat nasara that the, the, the Christians are not ala shay, they're not upon anything. You know, that basically they say about each other that they that 
that they have no evidence, basically. The Jews say about the Christians that they have no evidence for their religion, and the and the Christians say about the Jews that they have no evidence for their religion. Um, I think it's a bit that comes after, but they and they, and they both read the same book, basically. Um, yes, but 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 anyway, the 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 language point here is um, you know is that they're both feminine, right? So they're both used in the Quran to be feminine, and Nasara and uh, and uh, and El Yehud. So that's um, that's more than ten, right? We've gone over like eleven um, nouns that are kind of surprise feminine. Um, there is a lesson, step twenty-two, actually, in my in my program, which is about words that are sort of surprise feminine, because you have words which um, you do have words that don't have a termod border and they're feminine, and you have a few words that do have a termod border but they're masculine. Very few. Some of them are actually just names. You know, like, like there's a boy's name Hamza. Hamza has a Tetmod Balta on the end, but it's, it's a boy's name. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's a male's name. It's not, it's not a girl's name. Just like the word for Khalifa, Khalifatun, like the, you know, the, the, the Caliph. Yeah, I think we call it in English, the Khalifa. Khalifatun, the, uh, the Khalifa is always a man. You know, Khalifa is always a man, but it's a, it's a feminine word. So, um, cool. Yeah, so so a little bit on gender, a little bit of a bonus at the end, and... Uh, yeah, a little bit of a little bit of a chat about gender, which I just wanted to give you guys kind of midweek. Um, oh, actually, not midweek. We're the weekend now, aren't we? We're only a couple of days away from uh, when the actual official episode of the podcast will be out um, on Monday. Um, yeah, Saturday today. Um, yeah, next episode of the podcast officially. The next kind of main episode will be out on uh, yeah on uh, on Monday. So look forward to seeing you guys then. Hope you guys are all very very well, and uh, hope you guys have a really really nice weekend. And uh, yeah, I'll check in with you guys on Monday. Um, Enjoy your weekend, guys. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. What's up, podcast? Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Hope you guys are having an absolutely amazing weekend. So, um, in this little, um, this very, very quick little brief episode of the podcast, all I wanted to do is just offer something, um, and just kind of let you guys into an idea that I have. So, um, so if there's enough interest in it, um, myself and my team are thinking of releasing a new plan for the Arabic in 60 Steps program. If that interests you, then carry on listening to this episode. If if that doesn't interest you at all, then go and get on with the rest of your day or, or whatever you've got planned. But um, but we're planning on offering a um, like a more affordable plan, basically, for the Arabic in 60 Steps program. So currently on the Arabic in 60 Steps program, the total the total price of the course is just under £500 because we have like you know, a bespoke printed and bound workbook that we post to your door. We have six months of mentorship. You get my attention as well. You have access to our community as well as the entire course. But but if if students are very disciplined, you know, if an individual student is very disciplined and maybe doesn't need the mentor to kind of keep them in keep them accountable. Maybe they don't need the online community to keep on reminding them. Like if people are if an individual student is very disciplined and focused themselves, then we can offer the course to the students to just access the resources without any of the mentorship and stuff for a lot cheaper. So um, so we could probably bring it down from like £50 a month to like £19 a month or something like that. And we could also consider a free trial as well, like a few day free trial if people want. So um, yeah, so that's just an idea that I had in mind. Let me know if you're interested and say, let, let's say if we get like 10 people who might be interested in that, then um, then I'll launch that new plan, inshallah. Um yeah, and we'll, we'll take it from there. Even if you are interested or if you're not, then I'd, I'd love it if you get in touch with me and let me know because we can absolutely do that, inshallah, if there are students who are interested. And obviously, it's a it's a pleasure for us to be able to make it available to more students at a more affordable price as well if that is if that is a product that's kind of more in line with what, what potential students are looking for. So, um, 
so yeah, just let me know what you think about that. And as I say, if we can get 10 people, then perhaps we'll launch that new that new plan for students who are interested in the program. So that's everything for this episode. I hope you're looking forward to the next episode, by the way, episode 37. We're going to be going over different um, uh, different learning styles, um, you know, and, and how we tailor those different learning styles for Arabic. So I'll be recording that soon, and that'll probably be out on Monday. So, um, so yeah, either way, guys, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Take care. Assalamu alaikum.